Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1530. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I'm very revved up today and very excited to share with you a very cool guest, Terry Wilson. He's calling in from uh, New York today. We're going to have some fun. Terry Wilson, a.k.a. Coverman66, is a YouTuber whose passion and enthusiasm knows no bounds. At the young age of 10, he was driving his uncle's muscle cars on the back roads of South Carolina, and through high school and beyond, he worked on and built impressive muscle cars. And then in 1998, he test drove a new Camaro and fell in love with the power plant, the iconic LS1 engine. And that's when things really heated up. He started documenting his builds using video. And after one day, he accidentally posted one of his videos on YouTube, making it public. Well, the rest is history. And we're going to learn about that. But first, we're going to get a word from our valued sponsors here that make Cars Yeah possible. And I'll be right back to introduce Terry. Hey, Cars Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Covercraft. I've protected my vehicles with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft seat covers. They'll protect your seats from the daily abuse of pets, children, weekend adventures, and even those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. All Covercraft seat covers are easy-on, easy-off design that are machine washable. You can choose from many fabric options, colors, and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicles. Their seat gloves are semi-custom fit for cars and trucks, and their seat savers, a favorite of mine, are custom-tailored to fit your seats like a glove. Work truck seat covers are tough, durable, denim-weight fabric. It's like putting a pair of rugged jeans on your truck's seats. Want to stay warm? Covercraft also offers seat heaters. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Are you a Cars Yeah subscriber? If you're not, go to CarsYeah.com, click on the free book button, and I'll send you my free filler-up book. It's a very cool book I created of fuel filler fun, some very cool imagery, and great quotes from past guests here on Cars Yeah. Plus, you'll get my weekly email follow-up and my weekly blog. Just go to CarsYeah.com, click on the free book button, and I'll send it to you right away. Thanks for subscribing. Hey, Terry, welcome to Cars Yeah, my friend. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Six-point harness, ready for whatever you got to throw at me, whether it's going to be drag stripping, autocrossing, let's do it. All right, this is going to be fun, no doubt. I'll try to keep it between the guardrails here. Now, before I jump into your life and start sharing all the cool things with my listeners about you, what's one thing that maybe most people don't know about you, Terry? Uh, well, a lot of people don't know uh, that I'm a musician as well. Really? What do you play? Yes. I play drums and uh, a little bit of piano. I'm learning bass. Uh-huh. And yeah, that's what a lot of people probably don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's that's very cool. Well, I got my Fender Strat hanging on the wall right here. It's It's Ooh. a special limited edition hot rod edition. Maybe I better pull it down. You can pull out the drums and we can do a little jam. How's that sound? A little jam session. Definitely, definitely. But I am. <laughs> I tell that's- you what. 
I am thinking about going online and challenging people, being that there's, you know, most people are staying home now. So learn your craft. Get back to familiar with your craft. And what I want to do is I want to challenge people, forever how long they stay in the house, pick up a new craft. Like, I always want to learn how to play guitar. So what I want to do is I'm thinking about it, you know, actually every week see the progress. You see what I'm saying? So I pick up a guitar and every week, this is week two, week three, week four, to see how long it takes for me to actually play a song. <laughs> you know, that is an awesome idea. And I don't pick up my guitar as much as I used to. I started playing as a kid. I learned from a classical teacher, learned how to read and write music. I taught mm-hmm. guitar to little kids for years. I played in a band nice. in high school. And, and then I kind of, you know, got life got in the way, as they say. I, You've inspired me today, Terry. I'm going to pull, as soon as we're done, I'm going to pull a guitar down here and uh, see what I can remember and have a little bit of fun here because, uh, yeah, this is a good time for us to learn a new craft. Great inspiration. Well, speaking of inspirations, I want you to share an inspiring quote, a success quote, or a mantra, some kind of saying that has meaning for you. So let's get the tires smoking here on Cars Yeah. Terry, grab the wheel. I got the wheel. Let's see, an inspiring quote. I do love the quote that Maya Angelou says. Uh, uh-huh. She says, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. And I tell you, there's been many times because I'm more of a forgiven person. I'm more to the point where it's almost too much forgiving. There are some people that enter your life, and I do believe God puts them in your life for a test. Depending on how you handle the situation, you either pass or you fail. Well, there is no failure. There is no failure. It's just a, le- a lesson learned. So. That's an inspiring quote. Uh, when someone shows you who you are, believe them. And also one more, like my father says, my parents, they, they were the, they're, they're the biggest influences. They usually tell me, you judge by, unfortunately, you judge by the company you keep. If you're hanging around a bunch of people that's not supposed to be doing what they're supposed to be doing, pretty much if you hang with nine broke friends, guess who the tenth one is? Yeah. And that's not, yeah. you know, yeah. And, yeah. and that's not from a monetary stand. I'm talking about like a life as far yeah, as you know, emotional, like people are doing yeah, exactly yeah. anything. And, uh, Tori DB, uh, de Blasi once told me if, uh, you need to hang with people that bring the best out of you, not the stress yeah. out of you. Yeah. You know, these are all wonderful quotes and mo- mothers are always right. You know, growing up, they're always saying, choose your friends wisely, hang out with people. My mom used to say to me, hang out with people that you, hold on a very high esteem that you think are way better than you because they will pull you up to their level versus the uh, the other way around where you get pulled down to someone's level. And I think you're, you know, these comments you're making today are really important when it comes to social media because we see all of us who follow social media and you do, of course, with your YouTube page. We're going to talk about that in a minute, but there is some negativity out there and it's just, they suck you into their negativity. And when you engage, you become negative too. And you become I, negative too. Yeah. I just learned to either snooze, unfollow, block or unfriend because your life gets so much happier when you do that. No. Nah, and you know, the sad part is everyone has a voice, but some people's voices shouldn't be heard. You can have a video of a baby, not just for, for an idea, just an idea. You're going to have a video of a cat and you give the cat its baby and it's a beautiful, a beautiful video like that, you know, because I love animals and the animals, they walk off, you save a cat or something like that, but there'll be someone else find something wrong with it. I know, I Some, know. It's someone, like, will put, someone will put a thumbs down. Someone will, Now, there's no reason why you should put a thumbs down from state. Like if you save a cat, if you rescue a cat or a dog yeah, or some type of animal. I know, yeah, I know, yeah. Why would someone give a thumbs down? But there's always someone 
that will put a thumb down because maybe they're miserable in their life. I don't know. When you come to social media, you got to understand you got. And I told a person one time before who asked me, how do you handle negativity? Do you get it? I was like, oh, God, yeah. You got to have a thick skin. You got to have a thick skin. The way I handle it is my whole thing is everyone gets one. If you come at me, Terry, you don't know what you're talking about. Are you wrong? You're wrong. I'm like, okay, sit down. Tell me what you, what did, what did I do that you don't yeah, agree teach with? Teach me something. Explain teach me something. Yeah. Because I don't know it all and I never claim to say that I do. Yeah. So if they come at me the right way, I will listen. I would say eight out of 10 times, you know, like we either, they see my side, I see their side, we agree to disagree and we leave it at that. But there's always that two, one or two people where it's like, there's no getting to them. They don't even want to hear anything. And at that point, I'm like, okay, see you later. I don't even get into little, comp, you know, confrontations no, with people. No, it's not because worth the time. That's what they want. That's what they want. You know, those trolls. And you're going to find them. Well, let's talk about this video you do. It's titled, if you go to YouTube, type in Hoverman66, you'll see Terry. And uh, at this point, I think you have close to 180 videos, nearly 15,000 subscribers. I mean, you've created quite a little dynamo here, all based on a, a little bit of a accidental tap make public video. How did this all come about? And it, it just started a, a freight train for you. Yeah, it was a thing where, you know, with, like you said earlier, life gets a hold of you. And that's what happened with a lot of my friends. But yet, you know, we kept in touch, you know, they moved away since high school, college, whatever. And these are car guys that I use that were my buds that I brunched with in high school. And, um, so I keep in touch with a lot of my friends from high school. And uh, I was just always sending attachments, you know, like to like seven or eight different email addresses. And the, the girl that I was dating, she said, you need to go and put make a YouTube ad address. And I'm like, OK, because I heard about it, but I never really paid too much attention to it. So I was making a YouTube, you know, account and you know, it was all well and good. And uh, one day I was posting a video. I was posting a video of my Chevelle. I had a, a white 71 Chevelle. It was the starting party. So I, I just wanted my buddies to see it because I would set the YouTube up as where they would have to, it was private, but they had the, uh, the, the URL so they can log in and they could see it. And I gave them rights for them to see it. I was just so excited where I just clicked, you know, say, but. I didn't make it private. I'm, it was public. And next thing I know, I started getting all kinds of people. Now, this is early. This would probably be like maybe 2009, 2000, you know, 2009, 2011. And this is when the, when the LS craze wasn't as big as it was. It was getting there. And so I got so many emails and questions. How did you do this? This, that, that, this, that. And, and it just took off from there. And I was just like, you know, let me, you know, these people have questions where, hurdles that I had to overcome and what better way to to help them out than to answer them. So I started answering them out and Coverman 6-6 was born. Yeah. it. You know, I think it's really, really cool what you've done here. I have watched some of your videos. You've got so many that are fun and you've talked to several people I've had here as guests on Cars. Yeah. You've also talked to some pretty famous folks. I mean, Chip Foose and Mario Andretti. And I mean, all this fun did you ever dream that when you decided, you know what, I'm going to share this with the world, that it would become what it's become? I never, ever fathomed that it would take me to SEMA and I'd run into like royalty. I call them automotive royalty to the point where it has gone. And the funny thing is, is that people knew me, you know, like when I went out to SEMA the first time, 
that's how I met, I met Chip Foos. I met, I met a ton of people. I met a ton of people, and I'm thankful for that. But when I met Chip Foos, I was in a, a big old 55 fire engine by the Belgian brothers. That's another story how I got in it. Now, I'm not sure if you're familiar with, if you're not familiar with SEMA, that at the end of when the last day of SEMA, they have this thing called Ignited, where all the cars come out of the car, out of the venue and they drive around and they park and there's a huge party. I was on my way to my hotel room to start doing some editing. So next thing I know, this big guy, his name is Wesley, still talking to this day. He was like, you want to buy this truck? And I was like, well, I got to drive it to buy it, you know, before I buy anything. And he was getting out the truck. Now, this was a huge Cummins diesel fire engine with airbag. It was beautiful. It, wow. was, it was beautifully ugly. <laughs> and uh, there's a video of me in there. And um, so I got in the truck, you know, like I was like, no, you drive. I get in the truck. And it was, that's where I met the Belgian brothers and Cobblestone Customs. And so we're driving around, and next thing I know, you know, we're in there for like maybe 10, 15 minutes because it's like back-to-back traffic, but it's it's smooth and it's nice. It's, you know, everyone's looking at cars. So next thing I hear, Wesley, come ride with me, come ride with me. And I was like, what's he talking about? Next thing, Chip Foose jumps on the truck. Oh, my God. He had a white C-10 that broke down. It wouldn't break down. It, the water pump blew. Uh-huh. He jumps on the truck. And I'm flipping. I'm like, holy crap, this is Chip <laughs> That's Foose jumping Chip on the Foose, truck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, he asked, couldn't have been, he's, he's the nicest guy. Yeah. And so he asked, you know, like, uh, where are you guys from? And they said, we're from Belgium. And so he looks at me, he says, you too? And I was like, yeah, I'm from Belgium now. I'm in the truck. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and so he goes, you look familiar to me. Where do I know you from? And I was like, well, I have a small YouTube channel. He goes, that's it. I've seen some of your videos. Oh I God. love your work. I'm like, there you go. That's what Isn't I said. Cool? I was like, yeah. Excuse yeah. me while I kiss the sky. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and so that's how that started. And then the following year, which was last year, you know, I saw him again and we were talking a little bit and he was like cover man six, six, you're still the man. <laughs> well, you know, this is a really good testament for anybody listening out there that anybody that has a passion and Willing to take the time because this takes, this takes work. I mean, what you do, it doesn't just happen. What I do five shows a week, 1530 podcasts, it does take some work. You've got to put some effort into it. And that effort is a result of something positive like what you've done. But it's a good testament that nowadays there is no excuse for anybody who wants to be out there and share their passion. There's so many ways to do it. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. And what you've done. So let me ask you this. Is this your primary? work now or is there other things that you do during the day is this a side hustle a full hustle becoming a full hustle and i mean that in the in the, in the kindest terms of course well i i do work in the computer field i i am uh what's called you know like i do work in the computer field uh-huh. and um i was supposed to actually be a weatherman that's another thing people don't a know weatherman? Yeah, I went to college. really yeah i went to college and i was supposed to be a weatherman yeah. oh my gosh i could see you doing yeah. that you got so much energy and positivity and you know, you always think of the weather people in the news as the fun ones, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're never right because the weather always no, changes. No, no, totally. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, that's what I went to college for. You know, I got my degree in communications, and uh, I was supposed to be a weatherman or either a videotape editor. I spent a lot of time doing videotape, so this comes natural. Ah, there and, you go. Uh, yeah. So it's funny because I purpose, I purposely videotape my videos the way I do. I don't want to have like a ten minute border. You know, like, uh, coming right back, you know, recover right. six, six. No, most of my videos are, Hey, what's up? How you doing? Garage shop, such and such, blase, blase. 
we're going to go and uh, we're going to work on this water pump. Let's go right now and yeah. go right into it. Yeah, you know, yeah. because because most of my audience, they don't want to see. I don't feel they want to see like flashing borders and stuff like that. And, no, you know, like, you know, it you gets know. a little too commercial. I, you know, I think for what you're doing is so raw, it's natural and it's informative. I think is pretty darn cool. And, you know, I tell people this. I've had, I just had this morning, some guy called me out of the blue and he said, Hey, I want to learn how to podcast. How, how do I do that? And I said, Well, here's how I did it. I just started watching YouTube videos on how to edit, how to record, the kind of equipment to buy. I started calling people, those that were kind enough to return my calls, shared with me how they learned what they were doing. I learned how to build my whole website by watching YouTube videos. I mean, literally. Yeah, just WordPress and like, okay, this is how you make the bar red. I have a new uh, love and uh, respect for coders because, boy, yeah. that's a whole bizarre Those, those guys, yeah, yeah, those guys are something else. <laughs> yeah, but, it, you know, it, it's a testament in, in I'll tell you, listeners, Terry's a testament to, you know what, get out there and do it. And right now we're going through this really bizarro world issue with the virus and everything. Uh, many people have found extra time on their hands. And what you just said at the beginning of our talk, Learn a new craft. Try something new. Don't be afraid to put it out there. And there'll be the folks that'll make fun of you and say negative things. Just don't worry about them. Just uh-uh. Uh-uh. just produce. Just produce. You can do blogs, videos. All this is free. Really, it's free. The moment you start worrying about what other people think, the negative people think, you, you they want. Because they want you to. They want you to fail. The best yeah, thing you exactly. can do to them is fail. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the, the minute you start thinking... You know, like, well, maybe this person is right, or I don't have what it takes, or whatever, such and such. They won. No, and, ignore you know, them. Ignore. We don't need them. too many. No, we don't need to have them. Like I said, some voices don't need to be heard. And <laughs> yeah, no, they no, they can go do their own thing. But well, exactly. you're a great testament to that, Terry. We're going to take a short break and thank our sponsors here for just a brief moment, and then we're going to be back. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for the enthusiast and the collector. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car, have two cars, or 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get the exclusive SEM guide to restoration shops included for free. At checkout, use the code CARSYA and receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription. It's an exclusive offer from me here at Cars Yeah. I'm Mark Green, and I love Sports Car Market Magazine. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah. And I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at com. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? 
If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting, but what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars Yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt and it's probably the only book on finance with a vmax on the front cover and a classic mini cooper on the back the book's available at amazon for just ten dollars and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future i gave copies to each of my children all securities are through money concepts capital corp christopher kimball financial services is not affiliated with money concepts capital corp get your copy the saga of ike and penny today All right, Terry, we are back. Now, I've got a bit of a challenge for you. I want you to share with us a huge challenge or even a big failure you faced along the way. But the real key to this is not so much what it was, although I want you to take us there, but tell us what it taught you because you said it earlier. There are no failures. They're just experiments. They're trials. Sometimes we fall on our face. As long as we stand up where we fell, we're a little bit further ahead, right, if we fall forward. So walk us through one of those times. And tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum as you move forward. One of the biggest challenges was, I would say I had to go on my own because I still remember a time where I used to own, I used to have a garage that I used to sit with, you know, that I used to pay with a bunch of my, you know, might be three or four of my buddies. I still remember this day. It was, it was like a nice sun, Sunday or a weekend. It was a nice weekend. And we were all in there like, all four of us, including maybe three or four other guys, and we were just wrenching and having a good time. And I remember looking up and I said, you know, fellas, there's too much talent in this one shop that we can't do something and maybe get a show. That's my dream. I'd love to be on, you know, like have a, have my own TV show as far as wrenching and stuff like that. And, uh, and I said to him, we got, we could do this. Everyone agreed. Everyone said, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. And, but come time for the work. You know, like, okay, let's start filming some stuff. It's excuses. It's, oh, I can't do it. I'll, uh, what's it called? Uh, I'll be there and don't show up. That was a life lesson for me. If you want something done, you got to do it yourself. Even with these muscle cars, I knew at an early age, I, when I started seeing these cars start going up in value, I was like, there's no way I could be able to drop 50, 60, $70,000 on a fair weather car unless I build it myself because now you're not taking that hit all at once, but, and it's not nowhere near. I mean, like you're taking a car and you're building up and you, you know, it's less painful if you do it piecemeal instead sure. of like just dropping $70,000 on a car. Well, when plus you, you learn. You might have. You know, yeah. Plus you, exactly. You learn. So I remember when I, when I talked to Kevin Tess and I thanked him, I thanked him, uh, Tim Strange out in SEMA. I think all these guys, I was like, I want to thank you guys because it wasn't for you and, and the Power Block, because Power Block was a, a show that I used to watch religiously. And all, you know, the car shows back there in like, you know, the mid 2000s, early, you know, late, uh, 19, uh, 1900, well, 1900, 90, like <laughs> 95 <laughs> on up. Well, not quite that um, old, but <laughs> yeah, not that quite. <laughs> and, uh, mid 90s. And, uh, and these guys would be like, you can do this. Give encouragement. Stacey Davis, Lou Santiago, all those people. You can do this. Get in the garage. Try it. Nothing beats a failure but a trier. So you start listening to that. And next thing I know, I went and got a welder and learned how to weld. And, you know, the limits were, there were no limits. 
you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think here's the, the story that or the golden nugget I got out of your story. And that is you just have to start doing it. And if you, yeah. you know, my dad taught me that excuses are lies that we tell ourselves. And mm-hmm. if you say I can't or it's too much today or whatever, again, it's just an excuse. It's just a lie you told ourselves because you decided, eh, I'd rather go sit and watch TV than try to do a video yeah. or write a blog exactly. or whatever. So you just got to get out there and do it. And Terry, you're a testament to a guy that gets out there and does it. Now, I, I shared at the beginning of our talk a little bit of your history. I mean, you've been playing with cars. Uh, since the days you were driving the back roads with your uncle and the muscle cars. But was there a pivotal moment in your life that you knew you were indeed going to be a car guy forever? Well, I still got my first Hot Wheel. <laughs> well, so do I. Yeah, yeah, me too. I still got my first Hot Wheel, AFX, Tyco. I remember those race sets, uh, Sizzlers. I still got all those. The most pivotal, I guess, I remember my uncle, when he he brought home this brand new 71 Buick Skylark GSX. Yeah, stage one. Uh, and I saw this car and I, the 455 and I lost my mind. It was <laughs> the most beautiful car I've ever saw. He had it up until the point. And this is the uncle that I used to go down South and visit. And I remember he had that car, you know, up until the point he passed. It was supposed to actually come to me, but you know, that's another story, you know, like family members, you know, sure, and, you know, they, they know that car is worth something, but Things change. You know, it's not worth Yeah, exactly. So I could understand. When I saw that car, and he, he man, I'm, I'm telling you, when I say this man had cars, because we, down south, we have like a family uh, land, we have family land, this is about maybe like 40 acres. This man had so many cars. I mean, like every car <laughs> that you could possibly think of. Yeah. I mean, like, and, but those, you figure back like in the, in the, in the early 80s, mid 80s, they were worth nothing. I mean, sure. you could pick up, oh, yeah. you could pick up a 71, a 70 Chevelle 454. You know, SS, you could pick that car up for like maybe a thousand dollars, man. Oh, I you know? know, I mean, like it, it, they were just, but he had so, and they he were was just a, he used was a cars. Yeah. They were just they leftovers. Were yeah. No one thought about saving these cars. No one thought, you know, I mean, like they used to just take them to the junkyard for a water pump. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, they weren't so worth much. My uncle, he, he had the, the good sense to, you know what? I'll give you $500 for that car. I'll give you a thousand, I'll give you 2000. And he had like a whole bunch of cars. And uh, I would hang out down south with him, you know, like in the summers, you know, like I was off from school and he would be like, go down and get me, uh, get us some lunch or something. And I'm like, I'm not riding my bike because the country mile, the country mile, that's a long mile. Especially, especially in a hot southern day. <laughs> exactly. So he'd be like, well, take one of the cars, any car you want. And then oh, that was my it. Gosh, Once he that told was me it. that when I was like 10 and 11, you know, like. He, he put the needle in your arm and that was it. Oh, you, that were, was, oh, you were hooked. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It. Wow. And he, he showed, were, he yeah. showed me how to drift. He showed me all that stuff. He says, when you, oh, you know, it's called, you want the car to squat and you're taking off and all that. And I'm just like, this is awesome. Yeah. You are very fortunate to have him in your life yes, for sure. Yes, that's very, yes. very cool. Well, let's have a little bit of fun. I want to get into your head a little bit here, Terry. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a car parked in the garage, not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself manifest as a vehicle, what would Terry be and why? I should belt. Okay, I, I kind of figured that because you have an affinity for those, right? <laughs> well, actually, I'm a Camaro guy. I'm, I'm a oh, big really? Camaro oh, guy. okay. Yeah, I'm a big Camaro guy, but I love the Chevelles. I, I, I'm a I'm a car guy. I'm a car yeah. guy, but oh yeah, the Chevelles Chevelles came later in my life. Where the Camaros, I had a Camaro in high school. I have two of them now. I would say probably, and, and you know, it's funny because 
you don't realize you like the car until you actually get one. And I got that 71 Chevelle. And I was like, oh, I love these cars. I always liked them. I always liked them. So I would say uh, a Chevelle. And if you were to ask me the year, either 69, 67, or either 71. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. to the 71. Well, yeah. Th- those were those were cool. I'll tell you something fun if you like Camaros. When I was turned 16, my neighbor had a Chevy dealership. And he loaned me a brand new Z28 Camaro to take my driver's test in. And, wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, very cool guy. And I remember going, I was like the first guy, you know, I got this, I told my mom, we got to get there early, got to get there early. Well, they don't open till eight. I want to be there at seven o'clock. So I was like the first, <laughs> yeah, first guy in line. And the, the, you know, you go in, you take your test and then you had to do your driving test. And the guy comes out and he climbs in, he goes, looks at me and, you know, he's a big, scary looking guy, of course. And I'm this little 16 year old. And he goes, this is your car, kid? And I said, no, sir, my neighbor loaned it to me. And if I pass this test, he said, I can keep it for a week and drive it to school every day. And he looks at me and he goes, you better do a good job, kid. <laughs> wow. What year, was the, what year was the D20? 74. Wow. Okay. So that was the metal bumper one. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Brand, brand know, new car. Bumper, yeah. 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 And then uh, it was a couple weeks later, you know, he said, well, uh, I'd said to my parents, maybe we can find Mark a cool car. And he found one, and we went down. I didn't know what it was. And, of course, my gr- dreams of grandeur was, oh, Z28, Corvette. I mean, you know, Chevy dealership is where he worked. Well, it ended up being an old grandma's 1967 Chevy Nova, four-door, column shift, uh, little tiny engine. But you know what? It was my first car, so I was grateful. Car, nice. sold it Sold it <laughs> to me for $300, and the car was, like, perfect. It was. It belonged to an old grandma. Still had the plastic seat covers with the little bumps that they did back in the sixties. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't quite that. That seat. I was pretty cool for a week there, but then I went. Nah, and that you know that's the car you want now. Most people are looking for that that Nova. Well, was it a four door or two door? Oh no, it was the it was a four door little oh, grandma okay. car. It wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> like the Nova two with the two door. No, no, it wasn't that cool with the bucket seats and the you know the the nice engine. But uh, that, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. It, it was my ride. Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to jump into what I call the last lap. I'm going to ask you kind of a lightning round of questions here and uh, see how you do. So let's start. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes in life? Uh, personal habit is I, I'm i a good friend. I kind of get uh, that. <laughs> yeah. I'm a good friend and, and I will help anyone that needs to that needs a hand. That could be, like I said, that that's I'm not sure you want to call that a habit, but anyone no, that needs no, a hand, a great I'm habit. gonna, I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna try my best to help them out. Yeah, yeah I get that from especially you. when it comes to cars. Yeah, nice, nice. How about if I could uh, wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry? Who would that be? Wendell Scott. Really? Why Wendell? Wendell? Yes, Wendell Scott was the first African American auto racer. I guess he was in NASCAR. He did it all himself. He and his, him and his son. Because back then, they didn't pretty much allow African-Americans on that track. Or if they did, they treated them pretty bad. He did what he had to do. He took care of it. And and with the car that he had, where everyone else had those new cars and everything, he had an old car out there that him and his son, you know, pieced it together. And when he was able to finally, finally get a decent car, I think he smacked it up. And so he would be the guy that I'd want to talk to. He would definitely be the guy to have dinner. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. You know, I I recently had Willie T. Ribs 
as a guest here. Ooh, he just he's did another a, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just did a, a great film with Adam Carolla, who's been a past guest here on Cars. Yeah. Uh, it's titled Uppity. And of course, it's about an African-American race car driver who he was. First guy, a black driver to race at Indy 500, I believe. Um, yeah. He raced NASCAR. I mean, a really, really fascinating story. For those listeners that missed that talk with Willie T. Ribs, you can find a show on the Cars Yow website. He is a character. He reminds me of you of a bit, Terry, because he's just so on all the time. It's like electrified, and that's how I perceive you to be, which is cool. I appreciate that. You know, oh, absolutely. Well, how about – this is kind of an interesting question. What if you woke up tomorrow and you were a car? What would Terry be? I, I If I was a car, man, again, the Chevelle. I got to go with the Chevelle. Reason being is because – you know, it's it's a big muscular car. I'm a, I'm not a, a small guy, and uh, it's it's a good looking car. No matter what you do to that car, it's good looking. You can put four by four up on it. It's a good looking car. It's a strong car. It's comfortable, and you know, like it's classic. It's a classic car. So if I had to be any car, I think the car that fits my personality would be that Chevelle. Because, like I said, you know, like when you think of Camaro, you think a kid's car. Chevelle is more of a a mid guy's car, you know, yeah. like but that wants to have fun. And so there you go. There you go. I think <laughs> I it's think perfect. Perfect answer. <laughs> How about the best automotive advice someone's ever given you? Don't overlook the the little things. Yeah. Because yeah. uh they don't overlook those little things. When you and make a checklist. No matter how simple, no matter how simple, when you're building the car, you yeah. make a checklist because no matter how simple it is, even if putting antifreeze in the car, you make a checklist and you check that off because <laughs> I know. The little, 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 it's those little things that you'll forget. You want to make sure you have everything, dot your T's and cross your I's, whatever it's called. And uh, yeah, you want to make yeah. sure you get everything perfect. Yeah. Torque the wheels. Uh, yeah. All yep, that stuff. Everything. Well, you know, it's that old saying, God is in the details. And it's really important, obviously, when you're building an engine or doing anything on a car, because uh, you don't want to go out and forget to torque your wheels. That would be a bad deal. I've seen that happen on the racetrack, too. Uh, actually happened to me one time. So we won't share that story. Uh, how about <laughs> how about a great resource that you think others would love to find? Coverman 6-6, YouTube. <laughs> because <Yeah. laughs> there's 180-some-odd videos out there and something's for everyone. Bodywork, uh, LS engines. But if you, don't, if, if you don't find it there, I like the SA Design books. Oh, yeah. The SA Design. Yeah, I love those books. I love those books because those are like books written from, you know, by the experts. You can find just about anything there. Yeah. The SA yeah. Design. Or the car. I forget what they call car. I think it's SA Design. Just look up SA Design and the books will come right up. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I was going to ask you for a favorite book and those, those are great. Um, we'll make sure we find those and put a, a link to those. But again, I want to encourage you folks, go to YouTube, go to Coverman66. Hit that subscribe button, hit that bell, uh, because then you'll be alerted when those shows come up and you can enjoy them. And I guarantee you that Terry's show at Coverman 6 on YouTube, 66 on YouTube, will excite you and bring a smile to your face every single time. All right, Terry, we're up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to buy you a very cool collector car today, something kind of fun, something to... uh Play with or drive, do whatever you want. But there are a couple rules to this game that might make it a challenge for you. One is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other cars with. You got to keep it and drive it. But here's the the kicker. It's the only one cool collector car you can have. So if you already have a collector car that you don't want to get rid of, I don't have to buy you anything. But if you'd like something, what would it be? I would like another 69 Camaro. 
Oh, another 69 Camaro. <laughs> I like another 69 Camaro because I have a 69 Camaro with an LS in it and uh six speed, you know, I built up, which you can see on, on my channel. The only problem is, is I can't make up my mind if I want to keep the standard front grill or if I want to hide away headlights. Ah, so, yeah. So, okay. yeah. So, so it would have to be another 69 Camaro with the hideaway headlight. <laughs> with the, yeah, you know, yeah, those are cool features. I mean, hideaway headlights, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, really it, darn it, cool. It's hard because like every time I see my car, you know, like I look at it and I'm like, wow, as nice as this looks, I would like the hideaway headlight. But then, yeah. you know, like I just don't want to take, I just don't want to take that front grill out and, you know, change everything around and everything. Right. But so to solve my problem, <laughs> with you're gonna let me buy you a car aren't you <laughs> i'm gonna let you buy me another 69 Camaro, you know <laughs> yeah no no so what color would you like if you could have your choice of any you know we're playing dreamland here any color what would it be would it be a stock color or would you want some custom yeah i'd take a bit you know a stock color not well maybe a custom color that you can that you can repair easy because i drive my cars i mean like <laughs> i'm not one to you know, like, you know, oh, my car got a chip in the paint, you know, so that's yeah. why I would never do a house of color paint because yeah. house of color, man, you got to mix it up so perfect, you're you know, right. each stage where if you just a little bit off, you're going to see yeah. it. Yeah, so I understand. It could be like, I would go through, a, you know, of stock colors and pick one, of course, but for the most part, it would be a stock color, either something that is stock where I could just order up, hey, I need code you know c48 <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's already mixed and everything you just shoot it and be done well with do you like do you like bright colors do you like whites red blues standard colors i mean I, i'm more of a copperish i like copper gold copper i like blue oh. yeah i like red you know yeah yellow it depends on the car i had a 71 cuda that was yellow and that looked yeah. fabulous yeah and um Oh man, I, I should never got rid of that car. That's one car that never I should never got rid of. <laughs> That's one car well, I never got rid of. Yeah, we always have those uh, those stories. I've got plenty yeah. in my life as well. But uh 100%. all right. So sixty nine Camaro with hideaway headlights. I will start searching for you, my friend, and see what I can find. <laughs> Terry, you've taken me on a fun, fast ride today, my friend. This has been really great. I really enjoyed uh, getting to know you better. You. Yeah, this is great. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Yeah listeners. Before I let you go, though, could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off down the highway in that 69 Camaro? <laughs> I would say shoot your best shot and follow your dreams. And don't let anyone, don't let anyone stand in your way. Shoot for the stars. Even if you don't make it, you you, you took your best shot. And that's what it's about. And you never And never stop. Never well, stop. and as soon as we're done today, I'm going to take my guitar down off the wall and see if I can remember a couple tunes here from my youth. Uh, maybe plug, even I'm going to plug that strat into an amp too and make a little noise. That's uh, what I'm saying. Dude, wake strat. up the yeah, neighbors. Definitely. Why the heck not? Why, yeah. Why not? Fact, you know, they appreciate it. In fact, you gave me an, a fun idea here because I've got a neighbor behind me whose dog tends to be a little too barky and it always frustrates me a little bit. Like, why do you let your dog sit and bark? I think I'm going to put my amp out there. And when I hear him bark, I'm going to play him a song. See what happens. Play him a song. <laughs> yeah. And then there that, you go. That'll, that'll be something you and the dog will have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And I got a DaVita, baby. Okay. Oh, well, man. Look out of DaVita. <laughs> hey. That's it. Oh, I'm a little older than you. So, uh, yeah. My I know exactly back. the name of that song. I, thought, I forgot the name of the group, but I know exactly. We were talking about that. Oh, on, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, the good, yeah. Yeah. The good old times. Well, listeners, I'll remind you, you can find everything Terry shared today here on his Cars Yeah show notes page. Go to YouTube. 
Type in Coverman66, subscribe, hit that bell. He's going to bring a smile to your face for sure. Terry, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your experiences. Yeah, this has been really fun. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you down the road. You know it. All right. Thank you so much. This has been great. Hey, Cars Yeah listeners, this is Mark Green. If you love the Cars Yeah podcast, I have something new for you. I've teamed up with Keith Martin, a collector car market expert and the editor of Sports Car Market Magazine to create the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast. Buy, Sell, Hold is the essence of collecting. Together, we take you on an educational ride into the collector car market, talking with industry experts, helping you navigate your collector car journey so you know when to buy, sell, hold. We talk with seasoned experts, who buy, sell, and hold investment vehicles, and they'll share their insider secrets on how they make their buying decisions when it comes to making these important investments. You'll find the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast on the Cars yeah! website, on the Sports Car Market website, and if you're a podcast app subscriber to Cars yeah! Buy, Sell, Hold will come right to your mobile device, just like the Cars yeah! podcast, automatically. Join Keith Martin and me on a great new venture on the Buy, Sell, Hold podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.